Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Matt Dimas here, and welcome to episode 5 of the Matt Dimas Unleashed podcast. Oh, man, it is absolutely boiling hot where I am right now. Um, I actually uh, shut my windows, shut the door, turned the fan off so that, you know, I wouldn't have much background noise being picked up by this, by the microphone, and I'm about to erupt in flames. It's that fucking hot right now. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's uh, summer in Australia for you. Well, it's not really summer yet. It's November, isn't it? Summer doesn't start until December. Oh, man, we're in for a uh, a pretty rough summer. I, You know, we've got the bushfires and, and stuff happening right now, which is really um, terrible. And um, it doesn't seem to be letting up. Um, as long as this heat stays around and all this humidity, we're going to be in for some pretty uh, tough weeks ahead but anyway let's um jump into this podcast um there's there is quite a few things i want to touch on i've got like a few things here i've taken note of and i'll try to you know give the best takes i can on every um you know topic i may not get it right every time i may say something stupid every now and then but i, I try my best to give an opinion that i believe is valid somewhat or, you know, or is valid completely, you know, there's no use me talking out my ass, I make sure I do my research, so, you know, the best I can, but, um, yeah, let's, uh, talk about some crazy shit that's been going on recently with, um, with YouTube, um, I know I said previously that the whole Peace Corps thing, nothing to worry about, yeah, now that I really think about it, it is kind of, uh, it's, it is pretty messed up. <laughs> I mean, some people have even compared it to the uh, Chinese credit, um, social credit system they have. It's, it's, yeah, it's not <laughs> good. But, um, yeah, let's uh, just, let me just um, kind of give you guys my thoughts on the chaos that's occurring right now on YouTube. And has been occurring for the past week or so. Um, I think uh, Markiplier, Markiplier, the YouTuber, made a video not too long ago talking about how his his um, fans were getting banned, like their entire Google accounts nuked because they were posting emojis in the, the stream chat. That was because Markiplier was streaming on YouTube and he was asking fans a question and they were asked to vote um, using, you know, red or blue emojis or whatever, red or green. Yeah, apparently those people got banned from YouTube, and YouTube rejected their appeals, but apparently, you know, there has been some updates in the last couple of days. Um, apparently YouTube has been working to fix it, and has actually managed to fix a couple of the accounts up, so that's good to hear. I mean, I, I was really hoping YouTube would do something, because, you know, after the whole situation that happened with um that guy that got hacked and whatnot and had yeah it was it's it's a mess it's crazy that you can get hacked even with two factor or or authentication or wherever you say that word um it's quite scary um I think it might be time for us to invest in hardware two factor devices although even though even if you get one of those, you know, there has been people that have come out and said that even hackers can bypass that stuff, so, Jesus, it's, it's been a mess, guys, this whole YouTube thing has just been really, really chaotic, 
And I don't know what to tell you guys. I, I can sit here and just berate YouTube. Or I can sit here and berate, berate the, the people. How how they've reacted to this whole thing. With their in, visceral hatred and outrage. You know. It, it You know, outrage never fixes anything. But neither does YouTube not doing anything. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where it just keeps piling up into a big ball of shit, you know. Um... I, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't think I can give an opinion on it without pissing at least someone off. But I'll I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Um, honestly, I I kind of feel like um, it's been no it's been no secret that YouTube has been a broken mess for the last two years. But <clears throat> you know, honestly. All this anger, all this outrage isn't helping. It never helped anything, you know. People just need to reach out and help each other out. That's all I can think of. The best you guys can do is, you know, share videos and, you know, help help each other out. There's only so much YouTube can do at this point. There's just so much chaos going on right now. Um, with the, uh, and with the new, uh, also, um, I know YouTube didn't even want this to happen, but there was some new, um, agreement like some new law or whatever that was passed by the US government called COPPA um, or something like that which basically means uh, I, I damn it I forgot what, it, what it's all about but apparently it's something to do with kid friendly content and and whatnot um, yeah apparently people are saying that this COPPA thing is going to cause the next apocalypse and, and all that all of that shit um Apparently people have to mark their videos as kid-friendly or not now. And, you know, that, that got me, like, face-palming. Like, Jesus Christ, we can't even be kid-friendly anymore. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It, I know this problem is not a YouTube uh, thing. It's actually, like, a literal government, you know, just boomers being fucking boomers as usual. You know, passing these ridiculous laws or whatever the fuck, you know, and just completely just just keep continuously destroying the internet piece by piece you know it's um it's not fun it's not to say youtube hasn't done anything um egregious um with you know with um jim mr medica is that how you say his name i can't remember but um getting his like demon getting demonetized and literally having his money not paid to him and he's, he's where's the money Susan you know it's it's kind of funny to watch that but at the same time it's it's quite um depressing to see YouTube kind of lean into a draconian direction you know um but I don't know guys I you know, it's not, I was actually really pissed off when I got that email saying you have to mark your videos as kid-friendly. Because when I was trying to do it, like, it wouldn't even update. <laughs> I was having issues in YouTube Studio. It was like, we could not save your settings. And it's like, this shit is ridiculous. Can't even be kid-friendly anymore, lol, you know. And, and, I, and I said, yeah, fuck this. If I get fined $45,000, so be it. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh... I don't think that type of craziness will happen. Then again, nobody really did anything about net neutrality getting just nuked. So there's that, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. It, 
it's not fun. It's not good at all. Um, YouTube is imploding on itself very slowly, and I know it has been for a while, but there's nothing even YouTube can do right now. <laughs> you know, that's what sucks. Um, they never wanted these new regulations. You know, it's just another boomer government problem. Honestly, if you want a really hot take <laughs> here, uh, old old people shouldn't really have a say in tech issues. You know, that's just my opinion. Call it a hot take if you want, but Jesus Christ. You know, when has this shit ever worked? I mean, look at the EU, you know, that copyright stuff or whatever. This is so stupid. This this draconian tier level shit is, is a really slippery slope because things could get very messy very quickly. Um, so yeah, but, but, you know, there's, there is one thing I can't help but think. I kind of feel like that Markiplier video is sort of disingenuous. I don't know how to put it. You know, he's like, I don't usually make videos like this. It just sounds so manufactured and, you know, and he's <laughs> wearing his fucking cloak t-shirt. Like, you gotta plug your merch. A fucking serious video about your your fan base getting like nuked one by one. You know, it's just I don't know. It's, it's well, I don't have an issue with the guy, but it kind of seemed a little bit weird. That's all, you know. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I know I read some comments where people are like asking YouTube to fix it is like asking Disney to stop raping Star Wars, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, ugh. I don't know. I don't think YouTube wanted this level of chaos to happen. But at the same time, what they were doing weren't really preventing it, you know. It's just their automated system being hot garbage right now. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, that's all I've got to say about that. YouTube is fucked as usual. Moving on. Um, Death Stranding. Now, I actually had a chance to play this over my friend's house briefly. You know, I just went over there and just fucked around. And, you know, she let me borrow the game. And, you know, I, I played it for a little bit, you know, while I was over there. And, look, I can't say I'm a fan. It, it's, it's really... It's not bad. It's just really tedious. Um, but I don't think... Look, that being said, I don't think it deserves the negative reviews. I mean, you know, there's people that think that Red Dead Redemption 2 is the best game ever made, and it has, you know, it has a lot of fetch quests and whatnot, you know. I Look, I kind of feel like... I don't know, it's... It's the game, the prim, the, the, it looks really, like I said, I like the game, the way it looks, it runs really smoothly for the most part, I did actually notice some frame dips here and there, but, you know, I'll probably wait for the PC version before I, because I, I'm probably never going to buy a copy for myself, because I don't really feel like dropping 80 or so Australian dollars on a PS4 game in late 2019, you know, just call me a, PC snob if you want, but that's just the way I feel. Um, I'd rather wait for the full experience before I really judge the game. So, you know, but... I don't know, guys. I... 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 I look, I don't think the game deserves the, the... some of the trash reviews it's been getting. There's been some people that have just been bashing it for the sake of bashing it, like I said previously. And then there's companies that are scared to even give it a bad rating because they're afraid the Kojima fanboys are going to dogpile them, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's such a fucking shit show. This whole thing has been a mess, and that's why I'm staying far away from this. I'm waiting for the PC port, goddammit. You know. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's The game's not very exciting, but it doesn't deserve the shit reviews it's gotten. I mean, 6.8 is weak. Very weak. But honestly... Numbers are overrated at this point. I really think they should just get rid of the scoring system altogether. It's just so fucking problematic, you know. I'd rather sit, read reviews of, like, people's experiences and what, how they feel about it. I don't really care about, an, a, a, you know, a rating, a number, <laughs> you know. Uh, and look, guys, I don't want to hear the argument. Oh, it was a different person reviewing such and such. Because I saw, like, a video of, uh, I saw an image, like, a couple of joke images of, of um, the Death Stranding review on IGN with the 6.8. And I actually put it in the thumbnail in the previous podcast. And then there was that um, picture of that baby game on the Wii or whatever that got, like, a 7 point something or whatever. You know, people, you know, and then people are like, oh, it's two different people reviewing the games, <laughs> Look, guys, um, IGN have been known to write basically almost everyone's scripts, so IGN's narrative is basically what a lot of the reviewers' narrative is, is, you know, because, you know, that's why the video reviews sometimes sound really disingenuous, you know, it's, look, I've been in the industry firsthand, I know exactly how bad this can get. When I worked for GS Game Shark Reviews, they wouldn't even let me have any input at all. They're like, here, you gotta read this out, and I'm like, the fuck? I, I, you know, I spent all that time recording the game and writing down my thoughts, and then they just throw me a script at my face and like, hey, say this. Yeah, th that's basically what IGN is right now, and I don't know why people bring up the argument when when you compare a good game and a shit game with the shit game having a better score with, oh, it was two different reviewers, two different opinions. It's like, you know... <laughs> Who gives a fuck? IGN as a whole is a, is has a really shitty, um, you know, <laughs> they don't know fuck all about video games. It's mainly just fucking political rhetoric. Same with Kotaku, Polygon. You know, that's why I, I really just hate gaming journalism in general right now because it's not about how, how people feel about games anymore. It's more about how they can fill their pockets, you know. Yeah, call that a hot take if you want. I don't really give a shit at this point. I know there's some truth to what, what I'm saying right here. But, um, anyway. Um, it, it's a mess. Uh, gaming journalism will continue to be a shit show. Can't really say I give a shit anymore at this point. But Death Stranding, I'm waiting for the PC port. Can't be bothered buying it. Oh, boy. Well... I'm going to be a brave soul and dive into Pokemon Sword and the whole Pokemon Sword and Shield um, controversy. This is probably going to bite me on the ass, but I don't give a shit. I'm going to give my opinion on this and, you know, you don't like it, tough shit. Um, I've done enough research. I kind of feel like I can speak on this now. It's just been really difficult. Um, to try to develop opinion on this because I've, I was, you know, I've been fence sitting on this for a while, but... Anyway, this is what I think about it. Um, so, for those of you that aren't aware, um, there has been a controversy surrounding Pokemon Sword and Shield, and 
there's been you know there's been Pokemon cut from the national decks, or there hasn't you know, and and there's been some leaks of Pokemon that will return and not return, and people are really upset about it. And there's been snapshots of the game that look hilariously bad. There's just disproportionate Pokemon compared to humans, and like there's like a Snorlax that's shorter than a, a kid than the a, 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 like a, a kid trainer Pokemon trainer and. You know, there's been rumors. Well, it's actually no longer a rumor because the game is actually out now as I'm recording this, and people have been saying the 15 hour campaign. You know, so that that's another thing that's ridiculous. And the, the <sighs> look, guys, I this is a mess. This game, this um has to be one of the most um, controversial uh, Pokemon releases to date. Um, actually, I do remember the massive backlash that. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire had, but I don't think anything even comes close to this. This is um, some next level shit right here. Um, look, guys. <sighs> eh, who gives a fuck? You know, I'm probably not going to buy the games now, I'll get them on sale, but honestly, guys, you know, if I bought the games full price, I probably wouldn't be too disappointed. I really do not see the big deal. Um, I'll give you a... I'll, let me just read this comment out for you guys that I read um, not too long ago. Bruh, I spent months collecting every Pokemon, and I broke my damn neck staring at a handheld screen for hours on end. I just want my entire squad ported to Switch instead of letting my lonely mon collect dust on a 3DS cartridge. Let me pet all my mons on the big screen. Sad face. Seriously, dude? <laughs> it's just a bunch of pixels. Are you actually that much of a man-child that, you that you'll have a meltdown over not having your favorite Pokemon in a new game? <sighs> I mean, seriously, isn't Pokemon Home coming out soon or whatever? You know, you can dump all your old mons in there, can't you? Better idea. <laughs> if you love those Pokemon so much, then play the previous fucking games! You know, I mean, Jesus, dude, you got a perfectly working 3DS, fucking play it. You know, if you don't, you know. Shit's ridiculous. Dude, Pokemon fans, man, I swear to God. It's, this, this gamer baby rage is so stupid. You know, but, like, Pokemon fans aren't really known for the maturity. <laughs> or even moral morality, if you look at the King Nappy situation, but... But, um, I know that's just one person. I'm not trying to call all Pokemon fans predators. But, you know, like... These people were very easily, um, upset. You know, and... Nothing's changed in the last 20 years. It's always been like this. But I kind of feel like it's quite essentiated right now. Did I even say that word right? Essentiated? I can't even spell it. I haven't even written it. Why Why am I saying it? I, I hear reviewers say it all the time, but... Whatever. Um, look... Pokemon fans, they all defend the honor of their fallen Pokemon, best believe it. But, I mean... <sighs> I remember someone saying they could patch in the other Pokemon if needed uh, a while back, but when has Game Freak ever added free DLC? <sighs> and I think even some of the creators or developers or director or some well, someone from um, Game Freak or whatever actually said that there was no plans to add the missing Pokemon, you know, later in a patch, so, you know, there goes that. <laughs> um, 
I just think it's stupid that people are outraged over some dusty-ass Pokemon that are in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, by the way, not being in these new games. And it's just, ugh. It's, 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 I mean, I mean, you guys, you, you, why the fuck are they having such a hissy fit over this? I, I just don't understand it, you know? It's not like none of them are returning. Charizard's in the new game. It's good enough for me, honestly. I'm, I'm kind of miffed that Venusaur isn't, but whatever. I didn't really give a shit. Um... There's no reason for me to be running around going, Hashtag Dexit, Hashtag Save the National Dex, or whatever the fuck cringe bullshit people are posting on Twitter. You know, I don't know, man. I, look, I get that people are passionate about what they love. Now, that's fine, but... Passion can turn into shit pretty quick. Um, <laughs> Jesus, you know, there's a lot of franchises that are prime examples of that right now. Um... Look, the developers were moving on to a new system. They were under a ridiculously tight crunch. The deadline was stupidly, you know, they, they had a de they had a deadline, and you know, Game Freak's B team actually worked on these games, so you know, don't really can't really blame them for not having to, the time to balance out one thousand fucking Pokemon. I mean, Jesus, fuck that, you know. I don't think it's fair, honestly. Game Freak just didn't have the resources. I don't know what to tell you. They just didn't have the 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 uh, manpower to be able to, you know, do what their A team were capable of doing in the previous generation. I don't know. It's 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 kind of a really weird situation. I I want to sit on the fence, but I'm actually starting to slide off it into, I don't see the big deal territory, and really I don't, it's quite childish this whole thing, um, when you think about it, that being said, graphically the game looks kind of ridiculous, <laughs> there's literally like, textures in the game that look like they belong in a PS, a GameCube game, or a PS2 game, um, or even a PS1 game, <laughs> But, um, I don't know, guys. Also, the, the, there's rumors of no end game. Well, there's actually is no Victory Road, I don't think. Which is kind of stupid. No Elite Four. Um, no global trading thing, station, or whatever it was called. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, they com they completely removed Mega Evolutions and Z moves and some other stuff. And I think experience share is a permanent thing now, which is just accentuating the the kindergarten level hand holding that Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu had, where it could literally like go two on one with trainers. It was so stupid, so ridiculously um easy, you know. And but this is really dumbing down the formula. I mean, there's even like a uh. Like a built-in escape rope kind of function, you know. <laughs> I mean, they were really dumbing down the formula, you know. They really dumbed down the formula recently, but I guess it kind of makes sense, seeing how much of a cash cow Pokemon Go was. You know, they are using a lot of elements from Pogo, and but you know, when is this enough? You know, when do you like? When does it get to the point where you can com com where you can completely butcher your your um franchise your game series? It's yeah, I I question a lot of these design choices. I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
I got no idea. It's just so stupid. People just, you know, I could sit here and just tell everyone to grow up, but, you know, I do understand some shit, you know, I am I, really, but I, I still don't see the big deal. People just need to accept the fact that there isn't a billion fucking Pokemon in a new game. You know, it had to happen eventually. This was something that I think people knew was coming. Though, I don't think people would expect it to, to happen on a new console like the Switch. Like a fucking, like an actual home console, you know. Where you've got all of that, you know, processing power to play with and... I don't know. I mean, the game still looks really rough around the edges when it comes to graphics and whatnot, but I don't think it's as terrible as everyone is saying right now. I'm actually seeing some people play it right now, and they seem to be pretty happy with it, so I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, I, I guess they've just cut corners a lot in this new in, the, in these new games, and there's no way they're going to be patching anything in to fix anything. They, I don't think they're going to bother doing it. I don't know. You know, I, I just, I don't know, man. The rush production of this game is quite obvious, you know. Um, that's it, that is the real issue, just people rushing games. I don't understand why companies don't delay games for added polish anymore. I mean, honestly, who gives a fuck about mean deadlines? That's how you create broken games, like Fallout 76, WWE 2K20, Red Dead Redemption 2's PC port, Jesus Christ, what the hell was that? I might as well just briefly touch on that. Holy fuck. The, actually, the, the PC version of Red Dead Redemption 2 was actually not even running on certain people's... You know, if you had a certain motherboard or whatever, you couldn't play the game. Like, there was people that couldn't even launch it. It would just crash, freeze, and all sorts of shit. I, I do believe now they have fixed a fair amount of these issues, but still, there's still people that are having problems. Um, I don't know if I'd even be able to play it with my current rig. I just recently... um installed uh rtx 2060 super from gigabyte the gaming oc uh version um and i haven't had it i don't know if i'll even be able to play the game if i end up getting it on steam but i don't know um it's quite the uh shit show right now rockstar need to fix this shit before i even consider buying buying the pc version but that being said the, the game does look great I mean, it does look graphically okay for when it fucking runs, but yeah, people have been having issues, and I don't know, it's... Hopefully that gets resolved. That was quite the, um, ridiculous launch there, Rockstar. So, here's something I didn't see, um, coming. Well, actually, it's a lie. I actually knew this would happen eventually, um, but I didn't think it would happen just before Slayer retired. <laughs> Kerry King actually went to Dean Guitars. He left BC Rich after a freaking 30-plus year deal with them, I believe. I don't even know. But, you know, if you guys remember that BC Rich video I made last year, yeah, I kind of was, um... <laughs> I was raising an eyebrow of, of all of the guitars that were unavailable and whatnot, and I was like, this doesn't look good. And, um, apparently, um, Kerry King has been having issues with BC Rich for a while, um, they were flaking, um, at his shows and whatnot, and they wouldn't show up for meetings, or, um, he, and BC Rich hasn't even been paying Kerry, 
sometimes, and I think that's why he left, I believe. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I guess he either got sick of BC Rich's shit, or he just wanted to try something different. You know, um, you know, I made a video, t you know, in that BC Rich video, where I talked about, uh, you know, Pat O'Brien from Cannibal, Cannibal Corpse leaving to join Jackson Guitars, and so many others that are left for other, BC Rich for other guitar companies, it was like, yeah, I don't, this isn't looking good for BC Rich, and I was like, yeah. And then I was actually, people were leaving comments under the BC Rich video I made saying, BC Rich is under new management, we're all, everything's all good, you know, they're posting stuff on Facebook, they got some new designs and whatnot, and I don't know. Losing Kerry King is a, is a massive blow, if you ask me. But um, there's actually a recent video I've seen of um, Kerry playing his new Dean, and he actually messes up um, a lot of songs with the new guitar. I'm guessing he's not used to the guitar, which is why, but yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely not used to the new guitar, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's, um, it was a good run while it lasted, I guess. Um, So I just uh, scrolled through some comments here. Apparently, um, BC Rich actually owe him a lot of money and they haven't paid up. So he left the company. Oh, wow. That's okay. Well, I don't blame Kerry for leaving BC Rich. That really sucks. Um, yeah, that's definitely unfortunate. But, um, you know, it was to be expected eventually. So I've been wanting to talk about this for a while now. Um, I've actually, um, about three months ago or so, I think, I started uh, doing something called intermittent fasting. Now basically what this is, is I just um, don't eat during the day, more or less. I just skip breakfast, skip lunch, and just have dinner. Just one meal a day. Um, I fast for 16 hours, and I eat for 8 hours. And honestly, guys... It has done absolute wonders for my body. Um, I have lost a substantial amount of weight since I started doing this. It, I'm not even kidding. It's it, uh, all this money I spent on these fucking supplements. These fucking things, you know, have been a complete waste of money when all I needed to do was just not eat as much food. You know, you see all these products on the market like Garcinia Composure and. Hydroxycart, that's what I was taking, and that shit didn't do anything at all. Um, and, and, and when I started the intermittent fasting, it's like, I just immediately noticed that I was losing weight, and it was absolutely insane. Um, I was blown away, I don't even recognize myself, like, it's a dramatic transformation that's underway right now, I'm, I'm going back into the mid- um, you know, 200 pounds, um, I'm actually, I think I'm just at about 260, 260-something right now, I was almost 300 pounds, like, it was getting really bad, and I, I was like, I have to do something before this gets out of control, so I'm like, let's try the fasting thing, and it, voila, you know, I've lost a substantial amount of weight, my stomach is smaller, my thighs are smaller, my face is smaller, like, you can actually see my jawline, my jawline is a lot more pronounced now, it's so, 
it really boosts my confidence because I was really depressed because I just looked like shit and I'm like, I hate this. I need, I want to do something about it. And, you know, of course the doctors that I've seen, they're like, mm, it's dangerous. You shouldn't be doing that. But fuck's sake, guys, when you're like almost 300 pounds, it, w it doesn't hurt to give it a shot. I mean, it'll be extremely difficult, but eventually your body gets used to this. I'm usually working on the computer all day anyway, so it's like I don't really, you know, don't really worry about eating food. I'm too busy working, you know. That takes my mind off food, you know. And You know, since I've been doing this, I've lost a, a ridiculous amount of weight. And the thing that I like about this is that during dinner time when I have dinner, you know, I don't even have to be anywhere near as restrictive as I used to be when I was eating three times a day. Like, I can eat ice cream, pizza, whatever the fuck, and still lose weight right now in my current state. And that is absolutely insane. And something actually crossed my mind. When I was, like, really light, <laughs> when I was a teenager back in school, I actually remember doing something like this then, and that's probably why I was so skinny back then, because I used to just skip lunch and breakfast when I was in high school. So I guess that works for me. I don't know, but my metabolism is ridiculously slow. So th this is kind of like the only thing that'll give me any sort of results. Um, um, so I don't know. If my metabolism is faster, there's no way in hell I would be as fat as I got um, a few last year and a few months back. Um, but yeah, intermittent fasting. Look it up, guys. It's definitely worth having a look at if you've tried everything. If you're like, you know, in the high 200s, 200 pound area, uh, if you're like, I don't know, 270, 280, you've tried everything, you're eating the right foods and you're still not losing weight, give this a shot. There's no harm in doing it. I mean, if... <laughs> The fact that's stored on your body is there for a reason. It's to be consumed as energy if something emergency happens, like you're stranded on an island and you've got no food. That's why it's there. If you're like me and you're living in an apartment, you know, you, you're well off, you don't need that fat on your body. So it doesn't hurt to deprive yourself of food that you don't need. Um, but that's not to say that you should go crazy with this. I've seen people that have gone like entire weeks without food. No, don't do that. You can actually die. Um, if you don't have any vitamins in your body, you're dead. That's, uh, that's what I read anyway, but yeah. But um, give it a shot, guys. It's definitely worth having a look at. I, it's, it's, it's made me feel like a million bucks and every day I just feel better and better. I just feel lighter and lighter and yeah. Well, um, I don't know what else to really talk about. Uh, kind of touched on everything already. Um, oh yeah, uh, Steam got an update uh, a little while back which made it look dramatically different and I'm not a big fan of it. Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, what? It's, it's almost as um, jarring as um, the Epic Store is. <laughs> um... Not that I've seen much of the Epic Store recently. I remember when it launched, it looked pretty garbage. Um, let me just do a quick Google search and just check to see how what it looked like. Um, Epic Store. Yeah, it's what I imagined. It looks kind of like the Steam, what Steam looks like now. Um, 
just a lot of unnecessary wallpapers and pictures everywhere and stupid. Yeah, just not a big fan of the new Steam um, layout, although it's not the end of the world. I'll live. At least I can still see my library, you know. I can just scroll through there and just... I guess it could be worse. It's not the... I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not the biggest fan of it. So, yeah. That's that, I guess. I don't know what else to talk about. I don't want to drag this podcast on for too long, so I'm just going to end this right here. Uh, thanks for listening and watching, and I'll see you guys later. Take care.